We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Face Connecticut, an in-depth look at today's issues. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Face Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080, 96.5 TIC-FM and Light 100.5 WRCH. Aaron Kupek with you this Sunday morning and we are pleased to be joined by Luke Fry, Associate Director of Communications for the Better Business Bureau serving Connecticut. Good morning to you, sir. Hi, good morning. Well, we are kicking off 2020 and we want to talk about ways you can avoid getting scammed. With a new year, many people want to improve themselves, so they are looking to join a gym. But there are things you have to watch out for. Tell us about some of them. Yes, lots of consumers trying to join a gym, or if they have a membership, um, try to utilize it, I guess, more <laughs> in January. So every time I talk about uh, consumers trying to join a gym, uh, how to choose, uh, always choosing a gym that is convenient for you um, so that you can't create those excuses as to why you can't go. Um, it's always important to utilize something you are paying for monthly. Um, however, there are scams occasionally or more so confusing contracts you can get yourself into joining a gym. Um, so it's always best to really, again, take a tour of that gym, make sure you feel comfortable there um, and it's not intimidating to a point. Um, and then also calculating those true costs of how much it will actually cost you um, throughout that year to be um, to hold that membership. So asking about how much you will actually have to pay each month, since gyms love to run great introductory offers uh, around January, that seemed to be a low price. However, by June, it could be almost twice what you thought you would have to pay. So reading that fine print, you know, checking those contracts um, and seeing what the true cost is to uh be able to go to the gym there. <laughs> so you find a gym you're looking to join, you go, you take a tour, you like the facilities, and then the person showing you around says, okay, let's sign you up. What's your credit card number? What are some tips you have for not feeling coerced and maybe, you know, taking some time to think about it if that's what you want? Sure, yeah. I mean, if you go to a gym, you shouldn't feel like you have to join right at that moment. Um, so if you're, you know, talking to a salesperson who's a little pushy, you feel coerced like you have to join right then. Um, they also love to tell you, hey, uh, if you join right now, you'll get a deal. However, that deal's not viable tomorrow. Um, and if it is a true deal, it should be happening tomorrow so that you have that day to actually think about if you want to join or not. So if you ever feel pressured to have to buy something, have to join, um, a reputable company, a reputable gym should let you kind of take that time to cool off um, and choose if you want to buy or not. What are the rules when it comes to putting your gym membership agreement in writing in Connecticut? Sure. So, I mean, it's it's obviously important to have a contract, have that gym contract saying um, the price you will pay will be such uh, so that you know what you are 
you know, going to have to pay for throughout the entire year of 2020. Um, I also talk a lot about uh, how to be financially healthy too. So you don't want to join a gym that is a little bit too much for you to have to pay each month too. Uh, so I always talk to people about what do you need in a gym? So if you're trying to join one, do you need a sauna in your gym? Do you need a a pool? Uh, will you actually utilize these things? And if you don't need them, you could probably join a gym that's a little bit cheaper that won't have all of those fancy amenities to them. I suspect gyms make a lot of money from people who sign up and are initially really excited about it and then maybe go three times and that's it. What advice do you have for people trying to get out of a gym contract? Sure. So if you're a person who thinks that you might want to get out of one, uh, you possibly shouldn't sign that year commitment. Some gyms are month by month um, and aren't a full annual contract. So um, I would look at gyms that have that um, that opportunity that if you would want to back out, you have it. However, again, if you sign a contract and you're locked into a year, sometimes two years, um, you're out of however much that payment is. Uh, so yeah, always looking at your contract, knowing if you're either locked in or if you do cancel, how much that will cost you to break that contract. Another thing the BBB is warning about this time of year is meal delivery services. They can be great. I actually utilize one. Uh, I enjoy it. It's a great, easy way to have healthy meals shipped to you. Um, a lot of people trying to eat healthier in January, New Year. Um, so what consumers usually have the most complaints about when it comes to these services is how they pay for them. So a lot of people get confused. Most of these companies run on an automatic shipment schedule. So even if you would get, say, a gift card for Christmas and you're trying it out and you get a free box let's say, you may have to add your credit card into your account in order to get that free box. And then that next week, surprise, you have a box of groceries on your porch and you paid for that and you didn't realize until you check your bank account. So a lot of people get confused on how that works. So always making sure you ask, you know, am I looped into an automatic shipment? How much will those shipments be after I use my gift card or said offer I got online. Um, a lot of consumers also have questions about these, again, introductory offers. Um, one has an $100 off coupon, and it looks like you could get weeks of meals free when really that $100 means you're only getting a small portion off of future shipments. So in the end, it turns out to be $100. It's not $100 off one big chunk. Um, so reading that fine print uh, can help you there as well. Also, I would suspect that looking at reviews and what other people who've used these services have to say could help in the long run, too. Yeah, I mean, if you ask around, if you ask friends who have tried them, um, I always tell people, go online and read third-party reviews. Um, you shouldn't always trust reviews housed on a site. 
um, since if it's a fraudulent site, it's going to be a fraudulent review housed there. Um, so asking around, checking Google, checking BBB.org, you know, checking to see if any other consumers have had issues, what those issues are. Um, a few of these meal services actually have um lower ratings on bbb.org and that's due to a lot of consumers being confused about how they bill how they ship um, so it's important to be educated about how these companies work so that you don't find yourself in that situation we talked about health clubs and improving yourself and and food and something that kind of joins those two together is diet plans and health supplements this is another area you have to be careful of especially at the beginning of the year yeah, some people who don't want to go to the gym maybe are trying to find that easy way out, potentially. The magic pill, yes. <laughs> yes, and there is no magic pill, I will say that. Um, so trying these uh, diet pills, health supplements you would see online, uh, possibly a free trial offer. Um, and free trial offers usually give consumers... Um, quite the issue. Uh, last year, BBB actually had a huge uh, report on free trial offers and how many of them turn out to be scams and try to loop consumers into expensive automatic shipments. So again, making sure, is it really a free trial? Even if you have to pay $2 to have it shipped to your home for 80 pills, you may be shipped into charges you don't realize. Um, so if it's truly free, why do you have to pay in order to have it shipped? Uh, so keep that in mind always. And again, like you said, you know, searching BBB.org, searching online, seeing if other people have tried these pills or, you know, tried these free trials and see if they've had any issues. And also, celebrity endorsements are popular on uh, free trials like this, um, and a lot of them actually are not actual endorsements. So a lot of these fraudulent free trial companies use celebrities and say that they endorse them when, in fact, they don't. Um, so don't trust it just because it's a person you watch on TV um, and they seem to endorse a product, you should always do your homework on that too. If you're trying to sign up for a product or, or purchase something online and say you get a, a link in your email from, from a company or an organization or someone claiming to be from this company, mm -hmm. is it better sometimes just to type in the company's name in the, the, the search bar or in the, the address bar instead of clicking on links if you're unsure of the, the origin of the email? I would say if it is a company that you've heard of, uh, you should... Absolutely Google it, see if it's an actual company. Um, however, email scams are very intricate. So even if it looks like it's coming fr from a company that you know of or have heard of, you know, checking to see if that company's email is actually what the email coming to your inbox is. So, um, for example, my email is at ct.bbb.org, and we've even had email scams go to RABs through um, emails that are ctbbb.org. So very tricky, very close, um, and on your point of uh, clicking on a link, opening up an attachment, hey, I attached this, open it up and check it out. You shouldn't ever do that, uh, even if it's your sister emailing you. If I get an email from my sister asking me to open up an attachment, I'd say, well, I would text her and say, did you actually email that to me? Because I don't want to open it. Um, so always be skeptical of anybody asking you to open an attachment or some weird link in your inbox. 
You're listening to Face Connecticut. We are talking to Luke Fry. He is Associate Director of Communications for the Better Business Bureau Serving Connecticut. I know the the bane of many consumers' existence is the robocall. Yeah, so a few things there. Um, I even get robocalls, too, constantly. I get about three a day, I would say, on average. And um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of come to a time where you don't really answer unless you know who's calling. Um, and that's re- really a tip that we are telling a lot of people. Um, however, something else needs to be done. Um, so until that is done, um, there's also free um, robocall blocker softwares that could be through your carrier. So I have Verizon and I actually have a free robocall blocking uh, blocking app that I downloaded and it is free. So it kind of helps uh, block a couple of those calls each day. I probably get one per day now and not three. So, I mean, it's taking off a couple of them. Um, And there's also other apps out there too that can try to help. Um, If you have a cell phone, you know, trying researching these apps, making sure it's what you want and that you don't have to pay. Um, So, those are a few tips in order to not get as many um, in the other sense of scams that come through these calls. um, It's always important if any person is cold calling you, uh, we see utility scams in Connecticut frequently, even if it's someone claiming to be your power company, you know, calling you, asking you to tell them something personal about you, um, asking you to pay Um, you should always question it. And if it is your power company, hang up and call back and call back at that number you know to actually be your power company. Since there's a lot of spoofing going on and it could look like it's your power company and it's not. So um, it can be very confusing for a lot of people. So if any person is trying to call you, asking you to pay something, always hang up and call back just to make sure it's actually a legitimate company or uh, person trying to call you. That's an important point. You cannot trust caller ID. You can't. And we are honestly in an age where caller ID is useless, I say. Um, It could look like it's coming from Connecticut. However, half the calls I get saying they're coming from Connecticut don't. Um, And I think some uh, laws trying to pass currently are really trying to um, refrain these companies from allowing robocallers to spoof those lines so that if it is coming from outside of the U.S., it says that, um, and it's not looking like it's coming from your county or your town. Do we know where a majority of the the robocalls are coming from? Are they from other countries? Um, So I would say yes. I know as far as romance scams, a lot of utility scams come from Nigeria area. So a lot of them are outside of the U.S., which is where a lot of consumers are questioning these carriers that allow them to come through. Um, So I think what is trying to be done uh, by the FTC and other people Um, are really trying to hold these carriers accountable for allowing outside uh, companies or outside countries um, to send these thousands and millions of calls a day through those carriers. Are we at the point when, if the phone rings, if you don't know the number, you should just let it go to voicemail and 
and not pick up? We are there. We are there. It is 2020, and unfortunately, we cannot trust our phone technology. So I tell people, if you don't know who's calling you, don't answer. Since a lot of these scams that come through the phone try to get your emotions high. So if it's a if it's a power company trying to call and say, hey, I'm going to turn off your power. You have to pay us now. And it's something um, very instant that will try to get you to act. So again, if you don't answer, you don't allow that scammer to get to you, if that makes sense. And if it's important, if it's your doctor, if it's your daughter calling, they will leave you a voicemail and hopefully you can call them back. You talked about utility scams. I guess other popular scenarios have to do with employment and buying puppies. Yeah, so I'll talk about employment first. Um, the last two years, we've actually seen employment scams coming from Hartford, coming from Connecticut. So it's companies claiming to be here that employ people to work from home. A lot of these job offers posted online cater to a wide range of people. Um, so it's always these simple work from home repackaging jobs that kind of seem confusing. Um, however, promise to pay you a high amount weekly in order to do a small job. Um, and what ends up happening is once you apply to the job, you're usually instantly hired and then you do all that onboarding paperwork. So you're entering your social security, your address, your banking info in order to be paid. Um, so you're really handing over everything about you in order to work for a company that's not real. Um, and it has been happening here in Connecticut. So we always tell people to research any company that you want to work for. Uh, people talk always talk about job interviews and how you should always have questions at the end of your job interview. Um, and it's extremely important, especially if you're applying to a job online, that you have questions for that company or you at least research that company to make sure it's an actual job opportunity. And if they're offering you six figures to stuff envelopes from home, it's probably too good to be true. Yes, exactly. Um, and it can also get you into trouble to a point. Um, a lot of these employment scams turn into a fact where it is scammers purchasing items with stolen credit cards. They're purchasing these items, shipping them to you, and then you are reshipping them back to the scammer. Um, so a lot of these get intricate in the sense that you're not only just mailing products, um, a lot of the time you are helping them conduct fraud um, in the act, basically. Now, puppy scams, how does this work? Sure. It's so sad. <laughs> um, so a lot of consumers try to buy things online and dogs are no, you know, different. Um, and sometimes if you're trying to buy a certain breed of dog, um, if you like purebred dogs, uh, people search online and try to find that cheapest price since dogs can be kind of pricey, you know, over a thousand dollars possibly per puppy. Um, and I've seen these so often in Connecticut. Uh, consumers in Connecticut last year lost $21,000 just to puppy scams uh, through our, our BBB scam tracker. And these obviously turn into a point where you think you are buying a dog. You pay a, about $2,000. I don't know. It can vary, you know, based on dog or pet. Um, and these scammers are claiming to ship you a pet, uh, ship you your dog, your purchase, and then issues 
begin to happen. Uh, you have to buy a crate in order for them to be shipped to you. They don't have shots. They can't get through security. They're hungry. You have to buy them food until you end up you know, paying that scammer upwards of $8,000, and then you don't ever see that dog. So researching a breeder, making sure it's an actual pet company, um, victims who I've actually talked to of puppy scams say they've even texted and talked on the phone daily to these people and gotten pictures of the pet they apparently were trying to buy. Um, so I've also been telling people to do that reverse Google image search. So if you take an image, you can actually search Google and see if it's been posted or used any other place online. So if you are trying to buy a pet and you're emailed a picture or you're text these pictures, um, always search and see if they have shown up online any other place. And that will kind of tell you if it's an actual picture of, of your dog or not. I guess another red flag is if someone trying to sell you a pet asks for payment through gift cards or, or wire transfers, correct? Yes. Yeah, so they, they also ask for weird means of payment. Um, it's usually, like you said, wire transfer, having to go buy you know, these prepaid cards. And that's since it's an instant payment. And once they have it, it's very hard to retrace and get back. Um, and also a red flag is if you're paying significantly less than you know that dog is worth or usually goes for is also a red flag. Since these scammers know that you were trying to find that certain breed of dog that could be $5,000 and they will offer to you for two and you think that you're getting a great deal and a few people have actually bought two of those dogs since it was such a great deal um, so again making sure that you are paying kind of market price for that animal and it's not a huge discount either um, is also a red flag. If you feel you have been scammed or you, you think someone is trying to scam you, where do you go for help? Sure. Uh, so you can always call the Better Business Bureau here in Connecticut. We are always here to help consumers answer any questions that you have uh, about a company. If you've gotten a call, um, you can also submit to our BBB Scam Tracker. So it's actually an online tool where you can go on and see what other people in Connecticut have uh, put on there and, seen and see what scams are trending. Um, and that is bbb.org slash scam tracker. And you can always call BBB. Our line is 860-740-4500 and ask us any questions. Um, if you think that you were scammed or are contacted by a scammer, uh, let us know. When you track scams, do you often find that they are cyclical? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, all of these utility scams always happen if it's really cold out and people need their heat, need their electric, or if it's really hot outside too. Um, these puppy scams seem to pop up around the holidays and around springtime when people are trying to buy a pet. It's about to be warmer outside or around holiday times, obviously people trying to buy a pet for Christmas or other holidays. Um, so yeah, around each time of year, we see these same scams to a point pop up. So we are always out there trying to tell people about them uh, and try to educate consumers about how they can avoid these scams too.
I know the BBB offers business ratings and, and reviews on its website. You yeah. also do the same for charities, correct? Yes, yes. So we actually have a branch called give.org. So if you are looking to donate to Puerto Rico um, or looking to donate to Australia right now, um, you can always go to give.org and see what accredited charities are on there. So usually they are larger charities, not local charities, and it basically tells you that they do what they say they do. Same goes on BBB.org. Any company, they don't have to be accredited through BBB. They are on BBB.org, and you can see any complaints, ratings, and all of that. He is Luke Fry, Associate Director of Communications for the Better Business Bureau, serving Connecticut. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to Face Connecticut. I'm Aaron Kupek. Enjoy the balance of your weekend. Face Connecticut is a production of the News and Public Affairs Department of WTIC Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.